Talking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 27. Happy Monday for those who stay positive and those who need more. Be sure to watch our show every Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being here today, and I appreciate your time and looking forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. It is what makes us all better people. Today's, or actually for this week, since it's Monday, we usually go Monday through Friday on a specific topic, and that will be best advocates, best support, best support for policyholders. You know, insurance policyholders are often trying to protect themselves without much information, not knowing where to turn, who to talk to, or how to find help. So this week, we're going to match up information and support so that policyholders, when dealing with insurance companies or harassment and intimidation from any government agents, individuals, or employers, wherever the problem comes, that you'll be able to protect yourself and have a little bit more information as to what to do. Most of the time, these attacks either come, most of the time come on the Internet. And the reason for that is because most times that's where we spend our time. People are there. They have cookies so they know where you actually go, and they can track you, see where you're going, what you're doing, and develop tactics to try to block you in whatever you do. <clears throat> so, therefore, make sure that you become knowledgeable about what you can do on the Internet. Now, I know personally that takes up a lot of time. And if you're not even feeling well, it takes up a lot more time. And if you just got hit and you're in a collision, it definitely is going to take more time. So I don't want you to get discouraged. I want you to stay positive, uh, think about what needs to be done, and do just a little bit as you can. But go back and take a look at a lot of the uh, Estra podcasts or under Talking About You with Estra on iTunes and also Block Talk Radio. You'll also find them on my uh, website, which is estracarrechelp.com, and that will help to provide you with a lot of information that you don't have to go out and search for, but it's there for you to make, uh, uh, so you won't have to make do with what you have. You'll have a lot more information to deal with. But who are these corporations or government agencies or individuals uh, who are going to be taking you on? It's, it's a very good question to know. Oh, I almost forgot. So there's two things we always mention before we get into our topics, and that is what's been going on in the last week. So one of the first things I want to mention to you is make sure that when you're starting to see these political ads in these next two weeks, if you're getting emotionally uh, traumatized by them, if they're pushing your buttons, the question I want you to ask yourself, who is really behind this ad and why are they trying to screw with your emotions? When you're looking for election uh, ads, look for facts. Don't look for emotion. Don't let them sway you or try to convince you to vote how they want you to vote. You vote how you want to vote and vote on the facts. It makes a big difference. In uh, this last week, there was a pressure. It sounds like there's more voter suppression anywhere Republicans are actually in tight races, if you're in one of those states, please pay close attention to what not only they're saying but what they're doing. And if you find anyone who is doing a lot of voter suppression, 
don't give them your vote. That they can't win without cheating. Do they really deserve a position such as that? I don't personally think so. In uh, Georgia, there was voter suppression for black seniors trying to get on a bus just to go to the polls. Come on, what is up with that? You're going to block seniors from voting, people who've been voting most of their lives? You're just going to say, you can't vote because the vote's too close? To me, that's a problem. Same thing with no, uh, in North, Native Americans in North Dakota. That's a mouthful. Um, just because it's Native Americans in North Dakota, those, in, those two N words, but anyway. So they actually don't want to allow them to vote because they don't have addresses on the reservations, and they never have, and they've always. So why bring it up now? So there's a lot of things going on to cause voter suppression just so that you won't go out and vote. I like what John Lewis said, though, this week. He said he went out, had his skull injured, you know, got arrested over 40 times so that you can vote. So what do I recommend? I recommend you do what many people have paid the price for, for you to vote, to vote your own mind and your own decision, in your own interest. If someone's got you voting out in your own interest, it's obviously they don't have your interest at heart. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not through with my throat. <clears throat> I'm going to get a sip of coffee here. Maybe that will help. And having you to vote in your best interest, what are they interested in? Obviously not you, their own agendas. And why would you do things that would hurt yourself, your family, your friends, your community? Why would you vote that way? And also, don't vote out of ignorance. Learn about what you're voting for. It's just, more, it's, just, it's just as important to know who you're voting for as to who you're voting against and why. So please stay with just the facts. Don't let them take over your emotions and uh, let you start jumping through hoops for them just because they know how to play those emotionally charged games. And don't be afraid. That would be the other section thing. Don't be afraid. Choose not to be intimidated with people's fear tactics by saying, well, this, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. Really? What has happened in the last 10 years? Take a look at that. In fact, take a look at what's really happened in the last two years. Are you better off? Yes or no? Very simple question. If you are, count your blessings. If you aren't, count what's not right. And then choose accordingly who you should vote for. All right, I'm glad I got that off. We do that every every few first minutes of the show. We have to talk about what's going on in the world because without it, we're missing the mark. All right, so let's get back to um, being your best advocate and best support for policyholders because I am well aware that policy insurance policyholders need protection. If you don't believe it, go out and do a uh, search on the internet and come up and see what you find out when you say policyholders support. You see a lot of insurance companies. It's very difficult to find anything unless you say Estra Seattle or talking about you with Estra. Most of my, my sites help to provide you with information to protect and make you become or help you to become your best advocate because without it, we as policyholders will continue not to actually be paid settlements, will be harassed and intimidated. And a lot of the SSDI 
departments that are putting up all of these uh, agencies in every state now to, to harass, in my opinion, not for fraud, but harass people will become stronger and stronger because, first of all, most people don't know that they're there and that they're building them. And the second thing I would ask is if there was no money, how could they have all these departments created, right? This is lobbyists of Wall Street and the insurance company from my perspective. So if you really want to know what's going on and where the money is, I think you need to look in those two points. Because if Bernie Sanders and many other uh, people get their way or, or political uh, official candidates get their way, we will have Medicare for All. And what will Medicare for All do? It will take money that's been making profits for insurance companies for decades and give them to the people they were supposed to go to, you. And they'll make prices. People can get their, their medicines. How many people can afford, even if they're diabetic, to even pay theirs? So let's not even talk about the donut hole that Social Security uh, has or Medicaid has on that. So make sure that you uh, go out there and are aware. If you're choosing a new one or you have an old Medicare, uh, maybe the advantage for private companies or whoever you have it with, Check and make sure of what happens when you hit that donut hole because I suspect there are many people out there right now not getting their medication because it's astronomical because of a donut hole that blocks many people from getting the medication that they need. There should be no donut hole. Who needs a donut hole? People, if they're on Social Security or they're retired, they don't need high blank to blank prescription costs. Why in the world would anyone make that so a donut hole? You're only getting how much the average uh, Social Security person gets, I think it's $1,200, $1,100 a month, and that's to live, eat, and get prescriptions, and then they're going to open up a donut hole where most people can't even afford to actually be able to get their prescription. What kind of craziness? You know, only, only Congress could think of such legislation. Who would negotiate something with a donut hole? When you know that most seniors and most disabled are working with a very finite amount of money, then you know if I get on that one, that's got to be a topic for another week, not this week. There's so much. There is so much for us to talk about and discuss and make a decision to move forward. And that's why insured civil rights legislation is so important. It protects policyholders. If your insurance company is not doing the right things for you, this can include Social Security disability, by the way. If they're not doing the things that are good for you, then it's only you to stand up to make a change. In fact, I just love those people who, who are uh, walking from Latin America to the United States, thousands of them. Why? Because they have a point to make. If we are in a country built on democracy and freedom and justice, and openness, then these people should be allowed to come in. Didn't Trump's family, weren't they allowed to come in? No, you don't see him talking about when his family came in, that there were blockages for them not to come in. He wouldn't even be president right now. He would not even be born in America. He would be born elsewhere. His wife, his parents just became U.S. Her parents just became U.S. citizens. Right? So if all of this is working for them and Republicans, who they want in, it should be all people from anywhere in the world. And don't be, don't be targeted with fear tactics or fraud tactics. 
Those are the two things that are used against Americans. Voter fraud, which is obviously not the case, is trying to actually suppress the vote in black communities, Hispanic communities. How can we really hear about Asian communities having these problems? They probably do too, but we don't hear it. Native Americans we're hearing it about. So there's always people who tell us, have we, have we heard about the Irish being suppressed? I haven't. The Germans being suppressed with those backgrounds? I haven't. I don't hear a word about it. Just these people of color coming in here like they're hooligans. That's all that black people think about is doing bad things. And now that's how we know the lies are there because that's not what the, the, the statistics show. It shows all people just want to be people. They don't want to be called by their race. They want to be called by their name. You know, they, we all have names. And we all deserve respect. And we all deserve the same chances at jobs, at education, being in a place to live instead of being outdoors, being paid a decent job, uh, wage. All of these things matter, not on a base of race. It's a base of people. Every person is a person, is a piece, same needs, the same desires, the same goals. No one should be suppressed. They should be able to vote. Ooh, we got a lot to do this Monday, ain't we? Yeah, I have to have, sometimes you have to kind of get out and you have to say things in your own native tongue, so to speak. Okay, well, I'm going to get into this before the whole hour will be gone and we won't have gotten anywhere. All right, so what I want to talk about is best advocates, right, and best support for insurance policyholders. And the first article, I thought, I've got some great articles, by the way, for this week, I've just been amazed the ones I've been able to find. The first, another thing, the first one we're going to talk about is with the ACLU. And this one is New York City, by the way. It's just a quick quote I'm going to do for them in just a moment. But what I want to say is, is you should support the ACLU. You can't become a member. Just go out and occasionally donate because every penny counts. You think you have too little money? Of course not. I mean, you might have too little money to live on. Yeah, I agree with that. If you have a, you know, a nickel or dime, a $5, don't hesitate to, to donate to your cause. I think that's a great cause. But there are a lot of causes out there that you can support and donate. It will make a difference. By the way, if you're an Amazon Prime member, I just noticed that the first edition of my book is out there, and you can get it for less than 4 bucks. And I've got to tell you a secret today that I've never told anyone except my immediate family. When I was writing this book, uh, I was in so much pain uh, and so many problems that every time I got to the end of the page, I would go up to start to write the next page, and I forgot where I was. So I'd have to go down to the bottom of the page, read it again, and go to the next page. And sometimes I had to do that three, four, five times because I couldn't hold the thought from one page to the next. And I was devastated very determined not to stop. I had so many things, issues with what was going on uh, with that, and I, keeping my thoughts together was, was very difficult to that book. And I had a lot of obstacles in trying to get it out because at the time I didn't realize that your harassers didn't want it to come out. So that's one reason you need to go out and get it for four bucks, please. Uh, but it talks about that whole experience, and it begins to let you see where 
you have no idea where life is going to go or what's going on. And another thing is I think it's so important to know that there are people out there trying to block you for, to succeed. And I want you to, I want to tell you, and that's what this book is about. It's called Car Accident by Astra. E-S-T-R-A, Car Accident by Astra. And if you're Amazon Prime, you can go out and get it for four bucks. I think that's a, there's nothing better out there in my opinion uh, than that. But it will show you everything that happens on a journey. And sometimes in order to see where you're going in a journey, you have to understand where somebody else has been in a journey. And you also have to know what to look out for. And that's so very important. Again, the book is Accident by Astra. It is the first edition, okay? But it's definitely worth your time and energy and your money. All right, so the first article, getting back to the ACLU of New York, there's a quote in here, and I just wanted to take the first one. In the, there's a, in the last sentence, I can't quite make out the last word. It's a printed, printed, I printed this out, so I'll have to kind of uh, endure. And, and I don't know if I'll estimate, I think I'll just stop where the last word ends. But it says, privacy and government surveillance. And quote, it says, Privacy is guaranteed under the California Constitution, including the right to be free from unwanted government surveillance. Individuals, not the government or corporations, should determine how and when other people can access our, I hope it's information. I can't see that last word. I'll see if I can go back and find the article and clarify that. And, you know, one of the things that I do like California Constitution, and the reason why I do is I have yet to come across something that's against the people. Maybe the state of California has too many citizens to, to constantly give out bad legislation or they don't have the power to enforce bad legislation because of the vast number of people who live in that state. But I've rarely found that they're putting out something against their own people, which I can't say for all states. So privacy is guaranteed under the California Constitution. The question is, what kind of privacy is guaranteed under your constitution? That would be a great thing for you to take a look at this week. Go out and just do a search on your state minus Washington state constitution and privacy and see what's guaranteed out there. I just thought that was really, really important to, to start off with. I also found a really great article on popular mechanics, okay? And it says, concerns about your digital privacy you should be. And it says, quote, your privacy is a cloud of data scattered on servers that are beyond your control. I want to make sure you heard that. I don't think you did. Let me say it again. Your privacy is a cloud of data scattered on servers that are beyond what? Your control. Beyond what? Your control. Why would your data be uh, beyond your control? Because Wall Street wants it, right? Isn't that what this is about? Governments want it. Agencies want it. Everybody wants their stuff. Corporations want it. Now, if you had to get some of theirs, you'd have to pay for it. But they just take yours. It's for free. Your privacy is a cloud of data scattered on servers that are beyond your control. Your digital profile is regularly bought and sold without your permission. Did you hear that? Now, they don't want to pay you for your information, but they'll pay each other for your information. What does that tell you? You are more valuable than you know, and they're treating you like a slave. 
like you have no rights to what's yours. The government can track you by GPS without a warrant. Did you know that? I I didn't know that, but maybe that explains the GPS on the car. It says the government can track you by GPS without a warrant. That's a sad state of affairs. Not only is the GPS can be on your on your car, but I need to tell you it can be on your laptop and your cell phone. Okay, that's just a a game that I guess they like to play to harass, intimidate, and bully people. And why would that be? Don't they have enough information? Don't they do enough grants to institutions or higher education to be able to acquire a lot of information legally or fairly, or let people know that they're doing such things? Okay, I'll go on. It says, the government can track you by what GPS without a warrant. Who developed the GPS technology? Yes, it was the government, in case you didn't know. It wasn't private industry. It started with the government. I'm going on here. It says, sure, it's all a part of life in the digital age. But it's okay to be annoyed about the extent of it. And it's definitely okay to fight back. And that's what I believe insurance civil rights legislation will do for all of us. It will bring a lot of the stuff that they've been hiding out from the shadows. And it will be about you. You remember how people were so upset when Snowden broke out what the NSA was doing with our information, listening in on things? What if that was not even the tip of the iceberg of what they've been doing? And you don't even know it but it's about you. Okay. In this article, I mean, this is a great article. Please go out and uh, uh, read it. I found it, the whole thing, phenomenal. But I'm going to just talk about what they did was they gave level of threats, and then they gave you information on what the threat is and what what they do. And I may get into just a little bit more. So what I probably will do is actually go through, tell you the three different levels, what they do, and then come back a little bit and talk about what that means. So threat level one is irritating, and it says who the victims are. Anyone who uses technology, and that's any technology. That could also be your television, by the way. They can also do GPS or whatever they're going to do on there, Um, block it, hack it. You know, it's just phenomenal the things that can be done. And that's why I, I would like an option from a manufacturer that allows us to, um, decide not to be a part of GPS, uh, Bluetooth, or Wi-Fi, because I personally think that they've just gone amok with it, using it in ways that are just inappropriate for every citizen. So level one is irritating. The victims are anyone who uses technology and the damage that is done, a slow but manageable leak of personal information, behavior, and geographic location. And I believe that. In fact, I've seen where they've done They'll either put information out there about you that they think will be damaging. I would take the Samuel L. Jackson philosophy, let them tell it. Tell it. Just stand up. Don't give a hoot what they say. <laughs> that would be my approach, okay? You might have other approaches because we're all different. But the thing is to recognize it's a slow but manageable leak of personal information behavior did you hear that behavior? Not only your information, your behavior, and your geographic location. And that can mean them putting out everything about you and more. Okay? But don't, don't be intimidated about that. The main thing you need to remember is they can put that information about, out there about you, but you can also put the information out there about them 
in particular, what they're doing to insurance policyholders, how they're doing it, where they're doing it. Uh, I like just showing their license plates, their faces, if they're following bullying, if they throw things out of the car trying to get you in accidents, or if they actually literally hit you. Uh, There's a million one things that I think we can show as a group to kind of put them in check on the things that they're doing. So that's level level one for irritating. And it talks about, let's see, I want to come back, because it tells you on each one of these how to fight back, and I think that's great. Uh, let's see here. Maybe it's, it's probably easier for me just to go ahead and go through each one of them. So threat level number one is irritating. Anyone who uses technology, a slow but manageable leak of personal information and behavior and geographical location, Ways to fight back, it's talked about it. There's really nothing you can do about proliferation of public cameras, but red light cameras are another story. Many radar detectors now come with loaded, many radar detectors now come loaded with databases of known locations. And if you don't want your house or anything else personal on Google Street View, load the offending image and click the report a problem link on the bottom left corner. It will bring up removal instructions. So in other words, you don't have to be, your house does not have to be shown on Google. So you can take that off of Google Street View, and that's because I think this is a great article with uh, public mechanics to actually go out there and take a look at. Another way in which they say fight back under level uh, threat level number one is Use location-based services to post where you've been, not where you are. Interesting. Use location-based services to post where you've been, not where you are. The present tense makes you vulnerable. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this first name. A computer scientist at Polytech Institute of New York City, or New York University. Set the privacy settings in Facebook places to block other people from posting your location. That's interesting. Set the privacy settings in Facebook places, or Facebook places, to block other people from posting your location and be wary of linking your four, your Foursquare account to Facebook or Twitter that will reveal your location to the world. Okay, so that means you can have a little privacy protection there. So I like that. I'm glad that people are telling us how, what we can do to stop some of this. It says, there's another one on level, uh, threat level one, which is irritating. It says, fight back. It says, to control flash cookies, right-click on any web-based flash content, such as YouTube video, and select global settings to bring up the Adobe Setting Manager. To click the cookies, go to the website storage settings panel. Okay, so that tells you you can do something about those cookies, which, of course, you know, recently they've done updates on. So I'm going to read this one more time. It says, to control flash cookies, right-click on any web-based flash content and select global settings to bring up the Adobe Settings Manager. To clear the cookies, go to the website storage settings panel. Clear those cookies. That's a very, very good idea. So level two. Level two is infuriating, and it says the victims of being infuriated, frequent flyers, big business customers, mobile web surfers, and the damage 
deeply personal and potential financial, yet ultimately repairable, right? So that's the damage they can do. It's deeply personal and potentially financial, yet ultimately repairable. Well, that's good news. I like that, ultimately repairable. That means we can do something about it, right? Threat level number two. You have the right to opt out of a body scan, but if you do, be prepared for enhancement pat-downs that to some may be even more intrusive. Until the laws changes, expect a lot of travelers to drive or take the train whenever possible. Okay, I don't quite understand this. Let's see, let's go back a little bit. It says, let's go up. It says, hundreds of travelers log complaints with the Transportation Security Administration and the Electronic Privacy Information Center filed a lawsuit against the Department of Homeland Security to suspend deployment of these scanners in airports. Some privacy advocates claim the machines may even run afoul of child pornography laws. And it tells you how to fight back. Maybe it'll make more sense to us now. You have the right to opt out of a body scan. Ooh, they voted body scan me, so you know where that might be. But if you do, be prepared for the enhanced pat down that some may find even more intrusive. So you say, oh, I don't want to do the body scan. You know, just do it uh, physically. Until the laws changes, expect a lot of travelers to drive or take the train whenever possible. Whoever knew they were doing such things with the uh, scanners, now we know. So that's one of the things. You have options. You don't have to do the body scan. You can tell them to pat you down. Okay, another for threat level two is um, fight back is if you're using Android or a jailbroken iPhone, treat apps download like email attachments from strangers and limit your apps. Some developers you trust. If you think your phone may have been compromised, a factory reset, usually found in the smartphone's general or privacy settings, will wipe away any malware. You know, that's probably a very good idea because I know it's my phone. These hackers have infiltrated everything with the phone, the laptop, and that's with different carriers. It's Sprint, uh, Frontier, in my case, DirecTV. I mean, it's just phenomenal, the things that they've done. I've got uh, Owl and as a, a surveillance protection, and they've all been hacked. But they were talking about who to hack all of these different ones, and I suspect it may be the government that's been hacking. All right, I'm going to go down a little further. It says think twice. This is uh, on threat level two, and it's another fight back. It says think twice about what you do when logged onto public hotspots. By the way, check your phone. Go ahead and do your settings and look at your hotspot. And if your hotspot is actually rotating and you haven't, you try to turn it off, you can't get it to turn off, ensure the hackers or somebody might be hacking into that hotspot. So wherever you go and whatever you do, they may be uh, on your phone. So be sure to take a look at your hotspots and if it's constantly turning. You can't, normal phones that aren't being hacked, at least in that way, you can usually turn them off for the hotspot. And I would recommend that when you're not at, near a hotspot or using them. And I personally would be careful with anything that you use, even your own phone. Okay, let me go ahead and go back to level two. One of the fight backs is think twice about when you twice about what you do when logged on to a public hotspot. A determined hacker can intercept anything you send. 
and use only networks you trust. That's a scary thing. Even if one has a legitimate sounding name like AT&T, it could be a trap. You might think you're signing up for the coffee shop's Wi-Fi when a hacker has actually set up his own, says Kevin Haley, a director at Symatech Security Response. So this is one of the problems I hope is that's a problem in the future is when we can tell the real corporations from the fake ones. And the, and that might be why it seems like some of them are, are hackers from other places where someone might try to use it and say they're, they're one company when they're actually the next to try to, to move, move things away from you. Uh, but personally, I believe that there's ways in which you can actually uh, set up your own traps to be able to see who's really following you. Okay, so level three, which is devastating, following level three. So that number one, which is kind of just irritating, number two, which is infuriating, infuriating, and number three is devastating. So let's see what they have to say about devastating. Victims are harassed ex-spouses, and hopefully you, your spouses, if they work in locations that they have access to information, definitely is a problem uh, if they're that kind of people. Okay, you have harassed ex-spouses, government suspects, random targets, and future homeowners, and the damage psychological and physical threat, oppressive Aurelian intrusion. Uh, I want to take each one of these damages, psychological damage. Why would they attempt to psychologically damage you since they're trying to harm you, right? People don't try to mess with your mind unless they're trying to psychologically. That emotional IQ, go out and take a look at some of the information on emotional IQ, recognize the behaviors, and don't let anyone fight in your head. Your head is for your business, not anyone else's. So choose to stand and not let people play with your head. Just like I'm saying, don't let them play with your vote. In two weeks when you vote, you vote for who you want to vote with. Not because somebody scared you or intimidated you into them vote. It scared you or intimidated you into voting in a certain way. You have a choice. You use your vote the way that you want to. And don't let somebody... Take bully. I mean, fear is another thing that they love to use. Don't be afraid. You just stand. You choose not to be bullied. You stand for what you believe. It's your right. So don't let somebody else get in your mind. Does that mean there won't be bullies? Oh, yeah. We have a lot of bullies in the United States. I'm, I'm becoming to be, I'm becoming aware of. The other one is physical threats, right? No one has the right to physically threaten you. I'll never forget the, there was a, I wish I could remember what uh, station he was with. I'm sure you'll all recognize it, though, where there was a, a reporter who was trying to get information from a political candidate. And when he put the microphone in the guy's, in the candidate's face, the candidate just, I guess, as oh, Trump said the other day, you know, did a body slam on him, right? Just, that's not right. You can't just pick up someone because you get mad and you can't handle what they say. That's your problem. Somebody wants to say something, they can say whatever they want. This is a free country. But the key thing is you don't have to accept it, you don't have to believe it, and you certainly don't have to internalize it. Okay? Physical threats, that's a whole other thing. You have to protect yourself, whatever that means. Please post any kind of threats like that, physical or emotional that you can find, or oppressive. Like he says, oppressive or well-in intrusion. 
These are all important. It matters. I'm going to go through this one because it's from. Oh, I had another article too. I might have to save that article, the other article, till next time, because I want to get into this a little bit. So the first things they're talking about at level three, they call it devastating, harassed ex-spouses, government sub future homeowners, and it talks about the damage of psychological and physical threats, oppressive Orwellian intrusion. And it talks and starts with GPS tracking. I wonder why. It says low-cost GPS devices for tracking kids or pets may be marketed for innocent purposes, but they can also be used to, uh, for sinister, sinister effects. Last November, Christina Crosby of Jacksonville, Florida, found one of these devices attached to her car after her estranged husband started randomly showing up at places she went. It is illegal for citizens to secretly track each other's via GPS but the law is not so clear when it comes to the government. And sometimes law enforcement GPS dragnet is cast uncomfortably wide. Last summer, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Ninth Circuit ruled that law enforcement agencies have the right to attach GPS trackers to your vehicle without a warrant, even in your driveway, right? So the courts are not protecting us either. All three branches of government, in my opinion right now, are not for the people. They're for Wall Street, and they're for actually doing what they want to do and not for us. And that's why when you go to the polls in two weeks, I hope you will select people who are working in our interests and not people who are working out of greed or harassment and intimidation or bullying because they have the tools now to do that. But we have to actually make it so those tools are not used against citizens but for the protection of citizens. Here's another one. It says, last October, Yasir Afifi, a college student and son of an Islamic American community leader, discovered a GPS tracking device on his car doing an oil change. The California resident friend posted the pictures of it on the Internet, and two days later, FBI agents showed up at Afifi's door to reclaim their device. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's funny. So if the FBI comes to your door saying, can we have our device back? And it's like, I'm sure he didn't tell them to put that device on his car. The deviance that we're experiencing, and for no reason, there's a problem. And we need to, as citizens, get together and make a change because they're not going to get any better. They might get worse before this is over. Akishi's lawyer says he has not been charged with any crime, but whether because of a lack of trying, right? Okay. And what they say about this, the fight back, it says, if you have reasons to believe someone is tracking your vehicle, take it to a mechanic for a look and see. Most found trackers pop up during routine inspections. The best place to look, under the car, near the rear wheel, okay? So if you're disabled and you can't get down there, I know it's really frustrating because I know I would get my soul standing down there if I could, but somebody is. And also you can always get your car put on top, uh, lift it up, and you take a look and see what's under it. It also talks about Internet trolls here, right? And uh, what does it say about Internet trolls? I'm not going to read the topic of it, but I'm going to give you the fight back. The fight back says, protecting yourself from Internet trolls is like a farmer attempting to fend off locusts. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny to me. Because there is usually no central organization behind the behavior, but sometimes it is. To deal with head-on, it can be impossible to deal with head-on. And worse, 
Plan to fight back could further provoke the perpetrators. If you are a victim of an attack, keep in mind that most reputable sites such as Facebook, MySpace, or YouTube respond to takedown requests for any material that is lewd, slanderous, or threatening. Most of the people, though, especially corporations, uh, when they're trolling you, they know the rules, and they know how to say just within those rules. They use terms that will get your attention or try to get your attention, things that they think will work on your mind or threaten you physically, all of those three things. And the other ones may not take it down. But the key that you can do is begin to point them out. Stand up and say, this is something that they're doing to me, and I just don't like it. But, yeah, there's trolling. I got trolling today. It, it's, you just have to make sure that through all of this insanity, and I call it insanity, is to keep focused on you. Don't become so distracted that all everything that they're, do, they're doing will make it so that you forget your goal. Remember, your, your goal is really recovery, to get stronger, to get better, and, and become wiser on all of these things. Because when you become wiser, that means everything these people are doing, whether it's government, citizens, corporations, whatever else is out there, Lord knows what's going to come out uh, you can stand against it. And for me, I would stand against any of them that come out. And there are millions of them. And I've heard many cases where some people have been uh, well, overwhelmed by them. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't even think about it twice. You think about what you want to accomplish, what you want to share on your sites or your Twitter account or your Facebook, and you continue to do that. Will they be there? Yeah, they're like, you know, some kind of insect that doesn't know where to live. They just scatter all over. But you just continue to do what's important to you to make life better. Okay, I'm going to go to the next fight back. It says, if you or someone you know is being harassed, contact a local victim services group, says Michelle Garcia, of the National Center for Victims of Crimes, which has resources on its website. It's ncvc.org. I'll do that again ncvc.org. Garcia also recommends that victims document everything. And ah, hallelujah, that's what I believe, okay? I believe you have to document everything because one thing I know about insured harassers, harassers and hackers is they lie. You go and you can even confront them and say, are you following me? Now, they've followed you for five miles. You've been tracking it. You ask them, are you following me? They'll say, no. We're not following you. They're liars. Don't ever believe them to tell you the truth. And don't believe they'll come up and tell you who they are. They don't. They do all kind of obnoxious things. She says, let all of your calls go to voicemail so that they are recorded. I like that. Now I understand why they don't leave voice messages, though, because they call a lot, but they don't leave messages. That's interesting. Also print out instant messages and create a log of the time, date, and place of each incident. Now, for some of us, that would take our whole day. But it is important to get the major ones down where you're showing uh, uh, what they're doing. If you want some ideas of how to do that, I personally believe that Twitter and Facebook, I also like Instagram. By the way, it's Estrus TV on Instagram. To use methods of showing exactly what they're doing. But make sure that you have something other other than them on your site. You have to remember they're not the center of your world. They're just people who are harassing, intimidating, and bullying you. And know who they are. 
pretty soon after years, you'll recognize who they are. You'll recognize their faces. You'll even know the, the organizations that they come from. Let me give you a hint. Technically, anyone who's doing any kind of surveillance on you, they have to be able to say that you are, like, insured by them. So they can't just, not anyone can just go out and do some of these things. But the good thing to know is that when you only have a few people in that space, you know who they have to be, the ones that are legit. Now, that doesn't mean they don't hire people who are not legit, kind of keeping their faces kind of in the shadows, hoping that you won't see them. But I guarantee you, if you just keep watching and observing and monitoring, you'll see what's going on. All right, let's see here. So I'm going to read this one one more time. It says, if you or someone you know is being harassed, contact a local victim services group, says Michelle Garcia of the National Center for Victims of Crimes. Now, another thing I want to point out to you, a lot of these people who are harassers, insured harassers or hackers, they have a lot of local resources. So maybe you'll go like like the hospital visits I've, I've uh, uh, been involved in. Many of these people also have second jobs in those hospitals, right? But they can be anywhere. So you might be going to a group to get support, and they may be there. And if they're there, you don't have to run. You stand. If you want to point them out, do. If you just want to monitor it and actually document what they've done, do it that way too, whatever works for you, because they're going to be there, some of them. But that doesn't mean you can't get the help you need, and it also doesn't mean all of them are in on it. That's what they want you to believe, that everywhere you go, somebody's doing that. It's not everybody, from my opinion. It's them. It's them. So don't get caught up in the game of thinking that it's everybody you see. No, they want you to believe that. You stand up. Use your power, your vote, your voice, and of course, that's your vote too. When you get to that, so don't don't just be turned away by that. Here's another fight back under uh, devastating tier level three. It says, "Quote: Protecting yourself from internet trolls." Oh, I did that. Did I do that one? I'm going to read this one again. It says, "Protecting yourself from internet trolls is like a farmer attempting to fend off locusts." Because there is usually no central organization behind the behavior, it can be impossible to deal with it head on. Worse, try fighting back perpetrators. If you are a victim of an attack, keep in mind that most reputable sites, uh, such as Facebook, MySpace, I'm also on MySpace, by the way, it's also under Estrus TV, and YouTube, I'm also on YouTube under Estrus TV. Respond to take down requests for any materials that is lewd, slanderous, or threatening. Okay, so we've got both of those. So we have one more. I think there should be one more under this one. And it is. It says on, on five back level three for devastating. It says, although none of this stuff is currently being used for a big brother agenda, I don't necessarily agree with that. Consumers should keep tabs on the evolution of any technology that watches you in your home, like your television, your laptop, your your cell phone. Advocacy groups are demanding privacy protections to be built into aware devices and smart grid infrastructure. But will they? If somebody has a lot to gain by this, and it's not the, the citizens. In fact, I say that if I could find devices that that then have Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or Internet connection in some cases, those are the ones I would, the way in which they're using this information is not for us but against us. 
Let's see, the data collected by these devices could eventually be used by everyone from nanny state public officials to criminal cruising for empty homes. And I believe that part. So the key is to know that we have options. There are solutions or things we can do to try to better protect ourselves. And that's what we're going to concentrate on this week because, believe it or not, we are the people. We are not supposed to be the ones in this way. And our uh, Congress should be protecting us from this. Our, our, our court systems should be passing laws that protect us, not hurt us. So it's Wall Street that needs this information and is using it for employers, corporations, Social Security, law enforcement, actually who carries out a lot of the, their uh, actions. So we've got to make it so that it, this world becomes a better place for all of us, not just that 1% that they're trying to protect, in my opinion. So do me a favor. At the end of this show, go out. Uh, put a comment here on Block Talk Radio on how you enjoyed the show today. Or go to hashtag Esther's Radio Show to let us know. Or actually go up to my site because I have a lot of information out there to protect and help, along with EstraSeattle.com. Be sure to subscribe. And more important, subscribe and then become a part of the solution. I need your support and help to make things better. So let me know what you thought about today's show. And also... Extra feed is HTTPS. Remember the HTT is really important. BlogTalkRadio.com, Extra's Radio Show Podcast. So enjoy the rest of your day. There's a lot of it still left. And I'll see you here back tomorrow to continue our discussion. Thank you so much for being with me. I hope you learned a lot today. I know I did. I'm certainly going to use it, and I hope you do too. So I'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks for being with me today.